Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with another episode of Call It High See It. Come on in. The water's just fine. All right, y'all. Coming to the stage, I got my boy Deontay. What's up, player, player? How you doing, man? I'm glad glad to be back. Glad to be back. Yep. Appreciate it. Glad to have you back. A lot, lot to transpire, a lot going on in the NBA, a lot going on in the NBA world. Um, Are you looking forward to the draft this yes. year? Yes. You are. Yes. All right. Now, are you now are you looking forward to the draft because you just you follow college hoops or because of me and just personal honesty, I watch college ball, but I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know. I've been watching all these dudes since they was twelve. I haven't. I seen Pablo play, and I seen like one Jamari game, a Jabari game, and that was really it. I ain't seen really nobody else. So I'm putting myself on front street. But uh, do you follow the game, tough, tough, or you? So I'm I'm more or less looking for I'm looking forward to the draft simply because I want to see what moves if if any moves are going to be made because I because I feel like the the top top three picks which is what Houston Orlando and OKC they're all picking players that's that's without question I just want to see outside of the top three what moves are going to be made because you've heard teams talk about Trading up to four with Sacramento. Um, you have guys like Portland talk about trading their seventh pick to Toronto for OG and Anobi. It's just a potential for so many, so many moving parts, and that's pretty much what I'm most looking forward towards. What changes are we in in the draft and on and on rosters? You know, once the draft is over. I'm kind of looking forward to it, but I'm trying to monetize my expectations. But I think this dra- – never mind the draft. I think this offseason will be – this is going to be like a championship offseason. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. Now, obviously, there's not nobody that's going to change life. That person don't exist in the draft or free agency. Not this year for that matter. But yes. you look at your team and you were like, this is what – I can this. We need this. We need that, man. It'd be cool if we had a wing defender, man. It'd be nice if we had some shooting. Or we need a big man, some size, or point, point. Whatever you need to kind of get you a little farther, that is, you can find either in the draft or free agency. You know what I'm saying? Or if you just need to get rid of some cap, because everybody trying to do something. You want to do some kind of moving to get you. You want to be a little better than what you was last season. There's not a team in the NBA, Warriors included, that can't be better. Some people got to get healthy. Some got to get better. So, for me, I think this is going to be an important draft, an important free agency, but I don't know if a lot of moves are going to happen because when you see stuff like this, you try to get a lot for nothing. Like, for example, let's say let's say I'm uh, the Kings, right? And obviously I don't, need a, I don't need no kind of point guard at all. I'm straight because I got De'Aaron Fox. And you want to move up. Let's just say you the Knicks because <laughs> I know that's your team. <laughs> uh, but – Right. But let's say that's let's say I'm the Kings and you're the Knicks and you're trying to move up. I'm pro- what I'm seeing is teams are probably overvaluing that number four pick. And so what what teams may try to do, they be like, well, hey, I know you got the number four pick, but it's not like I'm finna draft Andrew Wiggins. I'm not about to draft Zion Williams and a John Morant. That player's not in the draft. Yeah. But I feel like they're trying to oversell it. Like why are you like the Kings, why are you trying to get a godfather offer? For the number four pick, I'm sorry. Is Akeem Olajuwon in the draft? Is Michael Jordan in there? You know, I got it with the with Zion and the Trey Young, or even the DeAndre Ayton, the 2018 class. I kind of understood it with that one, but this one, I don't think so. So I feel like, and if you're the Knicks, you're not gonna blow up your whole roster for a number four pick. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think that's what's happening here. These teams that are trying to move down or move out the draft, for that matter they're trying to ask too much. And that's why I don't think anything's going to really happen. Well, I feel like the, the few, few teams that we've seen who have been really, really, you know, high in, you know, in, in the majority of, of the talks about moving up in the draft or potentially moving out, you know, moving their pick for another veteran, you know, like, you know, like you said, the, the uh, Knicks, they, they've talked about moving up. My uh, my Wizards have talked about moving up amongst a few few other teams. So and these are our our teams that that are kind of they're not bad enough to bottom out, 
but they're definitely, you know, they they don't want to just, you know, they don't want to just stay in in the middle. They want to either compete or they want to blow it up. So right. that so that's that's kind of why I feel like, you know, there's there's a couple teams like that. So that, that's why I feel like, you know, that's kind of why they're kind of overselling, you know, a lot of these draft prospects to us. But I definitely think that this that that this draft class definitely has some 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 talent. I, I think what needs to happen, I, I think because what we're seeing is now, especially the past couple of years, you really don't need a super team to win. Not really. You know, everybody was killing everybody. Oh, super teams, stack team. That's really not a thing anymore. Not really. Because no. the Warriors, I, I mean, I know they won. They're a really good team. They're a dynasty. Okay, cool. But I wouldn't, I don't, especially not now, I don't look at them and say super team. I wouldn't say the Bucks last year were a super team. Hell, even the Boston won, they're not a super team. Really, the last, the Lakers and the Bubble Lakers, they were barely a super team. Uh, barely. I wouldn't even consider them a super team, honestly. And I wouldn't even disagree with you. If somebody asked me, I would say, yeah, but if you're saying they're not a super team, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna fight you over it because, like I said, they were barely a super team. They damn sure ain't one now because you got multiple All Stars, future Hall of Famers. I mean, so it's easy to call it a super team, but they just didn't give a super team production. Let me let me ask, ask you this because I was I was just talking to this talking about this to my boy Ethan. So yeah. he said that in order to become a championship level team, you have to have three superstars right and I totally disagreed because if you look how 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 many teams over the last 10 years have truly had three consistent superstars or three all-stars right so like okay you want to mention Golden State right right is is Draymond Green really an all-star right I feel like Draymond is, is kind of just like yeah he's he's really good on the on the Defensive end, but he's not your prototypical all star, right? So, you know, I'll I, I put it like this with Draymond in a one on one match, a one on one basketball game. Who you think he, will win, Draymond Green or Julius Randle? Exactly, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so like he's not your right. typical all star, like I, I guess he definitely fits Golden State, but he's not your true, you know, superstar all star caliber player. And right. then you look, and then you look at, um, what's it called? You look at at the Bucks last year, yes, Giannis is one of the best ever, right? Well, the best young young players to do what he's right. done at, at his age. And then you have your Chris Middleton, who's kind of like that borderline friends all star kind of player, right? And then your you know Drew your your uh, Drew Holiday, who's only made one or two all star teams in his career, right? Yeah. I I feel like it boils down to you need yes, obviously you you need you need you need two, right? But I feel like I'd rather have two all-stars or two superstars and then a, a well-rounded team than to have three superstars. I mean, you I mean, you, you saw, look at what happened with, with Brooklyn last year, right? Once Harden went down and Kyrie went down, it was, it was literally just Kevin Durant and a bunch of others, right? You've seen that with plenty of LeBron James teams. When, when one superstar goes out, then it's just him and a bunch of others. So that's I don't necessarily agree with with the whole you need three superstars to win to win a championship. That's not that's not a consistent recipe to have sustained winning. And you saw when Golden State had their three super, had their three all stars and Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, and Clay. Once once KD went down, you're kind of asking this. You know, you have a bunch of players on veteran minimums, or you having these players taking the mid level exception, and these these guys aren't really built for that, you know, they aren't that player that can help you get over the actual hump. I feel like you, it's just, you need two, two all-stars and then have more of a well, well-rounded team. See, I'm, I agree with you. I'm more like, I'm more of the, you don't really need superstars. I think you need talent and fit because yeah. you can have superstars, but they don't fit. Hell, yeah. the Lakers had three superstars, but I think we can all agree they didn't fit. You know what I mean? The Lake, the teams like Boston, they had talent, 
they didn't. Well, they they did fit. They just can't turn the ball over. You know, the Warriors they have talent and they all fit together. A lot of these championship caliber teams they got talent and they fit. You see what I mean? So you can have just because you got superstars don't mean it's always gonna work. So that, that I do tend to agree with that. And that's why I think you, you really don't need a super team because you can go find you some really good, solid players like a Clay Thompson, like a Draymond Green, like a Chris Middleton. You know what I mean? You can find people like that, like a Bam, like a Robert Williams, people yeah. like that. Those people are important. Yeah, so, it's, it, it's definitely like, like even even look look um at the Lakers, right? They had a quote-unquote super team because you have Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and – and, and Russ, yes, you have your three superstars, but it, it, it didn't fit. And you literally right. saw out, outside of those of those those three, it was literally just a bunch of players making the veteran minimums one, two, three million dollar contracts. And this yeah. is kind of the kind of the, the whole mindset that that I have. Some people might call it just a tad bit disrespectful, but you know, I'm I'm just keeping keeping it honest. Right. If 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 you go to, you know, the clearance section of a store or if you go to, you know, your Dollar Tree, your Dollar General, whatever. Right. What you're what you're getting isn't really it's it's not it's not not going to last you long. Right. So when you're paying these guys the 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 minimum you really shouldn't expect much from, from these players. Like, 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 just like you saw with your, you know, your Dwight Howard's on, on the Lakers and, you know, plenty of other players that, that we've seen on other teams, veteran minimums, they don't really work out. You need, it's, it's, it's all about having a whole roster instead of just being really top heavy. Cause like I said, if one of those guys goes down, kind of screwed. Right. So speaking of, superstars and fit and talent where Kyrie going or is he going anywhere oh that's a great question um I don't think Kyrie's going anywhere honestly I think he's going to stay in Brooklyn because if you're Brooklyn right and let's say you Let's say Kyrie Irving opts out of of his deal and becomes a and becomes a free agent. Yeah. Or let's say you trade, or let's say you trade him. Right. So okay, if you let him walk, Kevin Durant's going to want out because he's he's not he's not going to want to sit there for you know the back nine of of his prime and just play with a Ben Ben Simmons and a Patty Mills. That's just not going to work out. Right. Right. So, and if if you trade trade Kyrie, where are you trading him, and what what are you getting? Because if you're not getting another super, superstar in return for him, once again, Kevin Durant's going to want out. And then they've been floating around that oh, they might trade him to the Lakers for Russell Westbrook. Look, Kevin Durant already left Russell Westbrook once. Westbrook's coming off probably the the worst season of his career. So that really wouldn't make too much sense, and we we all know how Kevin Durant and Westbrook's relationship is. It's kind of weird because obviously you know he left the Thunder to go to Golden State, blah blah blah. But I just I don't see Kyrie Kyrie Irving going anywhere, at, at least at least not right now. Right. That's my personal opinion. And him 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 going to the Lakers. That's just you've mentioned it to me how him and LeBron. Were able to, you know, capture a championship. Correct. I, I just don't. I feel like, yes, Kyrie Irving, and he admitted that he should have taken advantage of having LeBron on his team even more. But I still don't think he's going to go and do that again. Personally, I think, I think he is. I think it kind of has to happen. I, I think he's. I'm more. If I if I begun to head. If I got to pick, what's he doing? I'm going to say more lines of staying. Yes. Because the, Lake, the, the Lakers can't sign him. They can't, no. unless he's getting ready to take a pay cut. They can't sign him. Mm-hmm. And if you're trading, what are you trying to give up? Are you going to give up Russ? And, and does Brooklyn want Russ? I doubt it. And, and say, 
and say even if Brooklyn does want Russ, let's say Brooklyn does, does KD want Russ? Exactly. And if KD want Russ, say Brooklyn just so fed up, and maybe they sick of this whole thing. Maybe it, it maybe they're tired of the Kyrie KD experiment. Maybe they just like you know what, fine. But if Russ goes on that team, I'm unless something didn't happen, unless somebody had to come to Jesus meeting, I don't know. I would I'm willing to bet KD would for sure demand a trade. Yes. If Westbrook found himself on that Brooklyn roster, you you bet to believe KD about to be somewhere else. Now where that somewhere else is, I don't know. But I just wonder if Brooklyn is really there with it. And if they was, honestly, I think I would be. I think I would. You would what? I I think I think I that's where I'd be at if I was with Brooklyn. I think I'd just go and wash my hands with it. I mean, well, yes. Because you don't want to sign Kyrie long-term. And if that's the case, then you know Kevin Durant can't do it by himself. No knock. I'm not hating on him. It's just we just seen no, him. Nobody can. Right. Nobody can do it by himself. And KD's a really good player, but I've had this thing for three years, and it's gotten me nowhere. And the East is only getting better. The West is only getting better. Yes. And me keeping Kyrie – what does that get me? What has it got me? And I got Ben Simmons, and I don't even know where Ben Simmons is. I have no idea. I don't know if he's going to play next year or if he's going to be mentally ready or is back. I have no idea what I got with Ben Simmons. I have no idea. So, And I got Kevin Durant just kind of on the island by himself. So for me, how do I know I don't get the all-star break and he just see all this stuff just going to hell and he just demand a trade anyway? I have no idea. So if I'm Brooklyn, I'm trying to get ahead of this. And you know what I would do? I would I would take on I, I, I would take Westbrook. I would take Westbrook and I would take Anthony Davis from the Lakers. For Kyrie Irving. Right. And I would give and I would give the Lakers Ben Simmons. Because that's that clutch client stuff. I don't know if he want to be with them or not. And look, Brooklyn can't be mad because, look, they're getting the best player in the draft and they're getting the worst. <laughs> in the trade, I mean. they get In the trade, they're getting the best player and the worst. They're getting the best player in Anthony Davis. Then they're getting the worst in Westbrook. <laughs> so they can't be mad. Ooh, here's my question, though, right? Yeah. So – if I were to rank the the most rowdy, annoying NBA fan base behind Philly, I'd probably go with, with the Lakers, right? Yeah. So imagine sending Ben Simmons to LA and all that limelight, and with that rowdy fan base, how is that going to work out? And we, we all know he's mentally weak. So how is that going to work out there? Um. How. How many games is Kevin Durant going to play? Because we all know he missed the 2019-2020 season because he tore his Achilles. Hasn't he, had, had a healthy season, season since. And he, he got hurt in 2021, and he missed like 30, 40 games in 2022. Right? Do I even have, have to mention Anthony Davis's uh, injury history? It's, 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 it's well known. And then you have Russ who, like I said, just came off the worst season of his career. Is that but he's really, going to be there. Yes, but is that really something that that Brooklyn is going to want to, you know, have? And is that something that Kevin Durant wants to be, be a part of? And also... But, look, but here's here's why I'm not... So Russ gets there, but again, if Russ, if Russ gets to Brooklyn, I'm getting Anthony Davis too, so I'm getting Russ and AD. And KD don't want to be there. So, you know, I'm about to get the farm. For, I'm about to get the farm for Kevin Durant. I, Kevin Durant, we ain't talking about some second rounder. I can get a haul. And what we just talking about? It's not about superstars. It's about fit. It's about depth. It's about talent. I can get all that with Kevin Durant. I can take somebody's whole roster for for Kevin Durant. We've seen people move heaven and earth for superstars. I can't get that for KD in his prime. So I would absolutely do that. And I would be listening to anybody who – who got a post? I'd be on the phone with. I'd be on the phone, farm with everybody. I'd be talking to the Knicks, the Kings, the Thunder, 
the uh, Spurs, the Warriors, the L.A. Sparks, the Harlem Globetrotters. I'm talking to everybody. You want KD? Come get them. Give me your best offer. I'm talking to every basketball team in America. You want Kevin Durant? Give me your best offer. Duke Blue Devils, what you got? Spurs, what you got? Harlem Globe Trotters, Washington Generals, and one mixtape team, what do you got? I'm talking to everybody. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I just feel like a, a Russ and Ben, I mean, a Kyrie and Ben Simmons trade for Anthony Davis and, and Russ, that heavily favors the the Lakers because Kyrie Irving, he's obviously going to be playing next to LeBron. So, I mean, I guess that's that's cool. And whatever Ben Simmons can give you outside of, you know, sitting on the sideline with some shades on, you know, but, that's... Hey, but it's not really a loss for the the, the uh, Nets, too. Because, look, let's just pretend Katie, I mean, Kyrie opts in. He wants to play with Brooklyn a year and KD stay. And whatever Ben Simmons got going on. As currently constructed right now, what do you think? The, do you think the Nets will win the championship? With, with what, what they have right now, what they roster right now. Um, I would rank them just quickly ranking them. I'd probably put them around the three to four, maybe five range in, in the East. Um, mind you, we just saw them got get swept by the Celtics. Um, that's a great question. I'm leaning towards no. Um, I would still have them behind. Um, I still have them behind Milwaukee. Um, I'd probably have them tied with Philly. Um, yeah, I'd probably have them third, third or fourth. Correct. In the East. So I'm leaning towards no. I don't have them winning the the uh, championship, but it's not it's not it's not far fetched though, and he's making it. It's just a matter of them staying healthy. I feel like that's the only thing that's really killed them over the last two seasons is, is them them staying healthy. But that's that's always been a thing with them though. That was the thing. That was one of my concerns when they first got together. Yeah, yeah. It's I yeah, like I said the. I can't see them beating Milwaukee, and I can't see them beating Boston. And I probably can't see them beating Miami either. Yeah, so I'd probably have them fourth. I'd probably have them fourth in the East. I'd probably, that, have, them, I'd probably have them above Philly, though. Right, and we don't know. Somebody else might make a move and get better because this team's always improving. It's somebody always getting better, somebody getting worse. That's that's every year. Yeah. But I just, I just don't see it. And if you're not – and you built this team to win. You didn't build it to compete. They didn't build this team so they could, you know, get the fourth seed. They got KD and Kyrie so they can win a championship. They didn't flip this team trying to get James Harden, Ben Simmons, so they can get a championship. So, and they can't do it. Right now, they they can't do it. They're not better than – and even if they made it out the East, I don't know if they beat anybody in the West. Maybe. I like their chances against Western Conference teams, but I don't think they can make it out the East. Uh, if they were to get to the finals, hypothetically, the only team that would have them beating, I mean, only teams I could definitively have them losing to would be the, probably the Clippers, healthy, Golden State, and probably Memphis. Yeah, I, I don't see them beating, beating Memphis. I don't, I'm not sold on the Lakers. I'd probably take Brooklyn over them. And... I don't know what the hell is going on in Phoenix, but that's hellfire and brimstone. So I I can't believe I I can't believe they're getting rid of DeAndre. I think that is a mistake. It's, look, because big men, what we're starting to see, big men are starting to come back. Like you yeah. see, everybody talking about Jokic. Jokic just got two back to back MVPs, and then you seen I think Embiid's the best big man, but that's still two big men, solid. And then you got Carl Anthony Towns. He's trying to come up solid. You know, you got Robert Williams, a solid, good, strong rim protector, a huge rim protector. You know, you got Bam. You got, um, shoot, just off the top of my head, I literally just saw him in it. He went away that doggone fast. Shoot. 
Where did he go? It is not DeAndre Ayton. But DeAndre Ayton is a big man, and you got you got to have that. You got to have size to compete. Yeah. And you just don't have – okay, fine. You may hate or love DeAndre Ayton. I think he'd be better had you got more touches, but the Suns are too busy trying to, you know, coddle Chris Paul and Devin Booker for Ayton to really get his touches. Here's, here's, here's my thing, right? Look, you don't have to be happy with DeAndre Ayton if you're Phoenix, right? You don't have to be. But what's what's a better option? Because like I said, if well, like I've said before, if you let him walk or you trade him, what other center are you going to get? Right? You don't have a high. You don't have a draft pick to go up and get one of these top top big men in this draft, right? No, they don't. Not to my knowledge, unless they trade in or something. And the only other centers that you had on your roster. What are Javale McGee and Bismack Biombo? You you drafted um, uh, Jalen Smith out of Maryland just what two years ago, and then you shipped him out for nothing. So you pretty much gave up on that instantly. So again, what are you going to do? Because we we've clearly seen that having Aiden, Paul, and Booker doesn't win you a championship. So you just taking away Aiden and just. Rolling out with any old average Joe, that's 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 just nonsense. That's right. just nonsense. That's that, that's just bad team management, if you ask me. That's why I would. That's why I would sign it. Some things you just in life you just gotta pay for. Would Would you sign him to a to a five year max, or would you give him like like two year max? Five. I'm a, I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna put him on the horn. Yeah, I I don't. I, I don't disagree. It's just, I just genuinely wonder what Phoenix is thinking and what, because like I said, if, if you don't bring them back, you have to give me a better option or you you have to give me a better plan that doesn't include him. And I genuinely don't think that they have one. I mean, they could have potentially, you know, flipped him to Houston for, Christian Wood, maybe, but you, you just saw that Dallas just just got Christian Wood, so that's yeah. so that's not happening. Um, all the other top quality bigs in the league aren't on the move, so I don't see a better option out there for Phoenix. I genuinely think that that they're going to sign him back. It's just the fact that they haven't done it yet is is sad and it speaks volumes. It's, it's almost like they're making him some sort of some sort of scapegoat, which is highly unnecessary, if you ask me. I mean, I guess it's easier to move him because he's not under contract than it is a Chris Paul because nobody's touching Chris Paul. And Chris Paul is, is still really good, so I'm not trying to act like he washed up or anything. But nobody's going to trade for a 38-year-old Chris Paul. That's not with his contract. I, about say, I think he has another two or three years on his deal. And Yeah, and making making like 40 a year, 37 yeah, a year. Yeah, and and, and – and, We've seen that he's had some nagging injuries, and once you get older, those don't heal the same way that that they used to. And then we've seen him fold, you know, in in really big spots. So I mean, and this the Phoenix team is overall isn't even championship level going forward. So I don't know what they're going to do, to be honest with you. But speaking of. <laughs> It's funny, you, you hit me right on the head with these transitions. You blessing me, brother. But speaking of point guards with bad contracts, oh my. there's one that particularly comes to mind. I think ought to be, you know, fought for. A point guard who we saw in his younger days light up the league. A point guard in his lighter days, they said, was the fastest player in the league. A point guard in his younger days, he didn't mind jumping on announced tables in the playoffs and hitting uh, the dugout. Oh Lord. A point guard last time we saw him play a full season, averaged 23, 7, and 6. No, 10, actually. 10 assists, 6 uh, rebounds. A point guard who still might have some juice left. Is he really going to do this to me? Is he really going to do this to me? Oh, God. A point guard who just needs a fresh start and a fresh breath of fresh air. 
Yeah. Who was that point guard you asked, Deontay? I'm glad you asked me that. John Dougie Wall. Yes. 47 million. Yeah. Sir? Yeah. I tell you what, his agent is doing the Lord's work out here. Shout out, shout out to if, Touch Sports. If you told me that John Wall is about to be a top five highest paid player in the in the NBA today, at least for this year, I'd I'd get you drug tested immediately. But here we are. But I think I think somebody needs to try to pick that up. So okay, so here's here's what's going to happen. I don't think that he's well. I okay, no, I know two things for a fact. Okay. One, Houston's not going to pay him his entire salary. They're going to negotiate a buyout. That's without question, right? Two, nobody's going to trade for that goddamn contract. As much as I love John Wall, <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite players that I've ever seen, he's one of the reasons why I love basketball to this day. No, no, nobody's traded for that goddamn contract. Let's just, let's just, let's just keep it real. So they're going to negotiate a buyout. He's and he's just going to be on the open market. Now you now you ask yourself, who are some some teams who could potentially look at signing John Wall? The Boston, Boston, which would kill me personally. Right, that's one. Two, the L.A. Clippers, because they don't have a point. They I won't say they don't have a point guard, but they kind of need one. Reggie Jackson is kind of he plays plays like a two, and they they don't really have a floor general. The third team coming back to Washington because if you currently look, the only point guard that they have under contract is Ish Smith. Ish, no, let's just keep real. No, um. I would love to see him go to the Clippers, personally, because I feel like that's the best chance for him to compete for a title. And that's the best fit, in my opinion. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I like him with a couple teams, actually. Number one, I, and I would actually trade for him if he didn't get bought out. I would actually trade for him. Because, number one, it's one year. But, but it's and a then lot of money, though. It is a lot of money, but it's a lot of that's a lot of talent too. Last time we saw him, you know this. He, I mean, he averaged twenty last year. Yeah. So yeah. I would do that, and I, I think Boston could use him a lot. I think, uh, I think the Knicks could definitely use him. The Knicks, the Knicks could use anybody. I think we could absolutely use him. That was unnecessary, sir. <laughs> but I think they could use him. And uh, just far of, of note. I think those are the, the biggest two teams that come to mind that w- would really benefit from having a John Wall. I th- I, mean, I think um, I think that's that's the move you you got to make. I think that's the move you. I think he could be a missing piece for somebody. He would be. Put it this way: Do you think Boston would have lost the championship had they had John Wall? Um. Because he's yeah. gonna come, he's gonna cut down your turnovers. He's gonna keep everybody on the same page. He's gonna it gives you another shot creator because we know John Wall can get his own shot. He's not Marcus Smart defensive good, but he can still hold his own. So I would have to say yes, they would have still lost, just off the simple fact that yes, Boston turned the ball over a lot, but even without the turnovers. They played terrible defense on Steph Curry and allowed him and guys like Jordan Poole to go off. And that's more of a scheme issue than a player issue because obviously Boston's defense was, was good. It was ranked first first in the league. They still played ter- terrible defense on Steph Curry. Um, so, yes, they would have probably still lost. 
but I feel like the some other games that they lost would have definitely been closer. I I think they had a one, but you I mean you could be right. It's it's impossible to know now because he wasn't on the roster. He was somewhere you know stealing money. Hey, 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 hey the hey, brother hey, was stealing money. Hey, stealing money. It ain't hey. his fault because they set him on the bench. But still, stealing money. It is what it is. I know that's your boy. And for context, y'all, Deontay's a Wizards fan. I don't know if y'all caught that or not. He wasn't the Knicks. I was just trolling. He he hates the Knicks. He like he beats me up on a, a weekly basis. And I, I just want the Knicks to do something good, something that's undeniably good one day. I'm not saying it's going to happen this year. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know. But I want something to happen undeniably good for the Knicks. I want somebody just to come and just change the Knicks' fortune for the foreseeable future. And I want to see what Deontay say then. That's what I want to say. I really want to say that. Look, I love – look, I told you, I love the Knicks. It's just – messing around with them, it's, it's just – it's just too easy. It's it's just too easy. I don't have to put in any work. They the Knicks do it to themselves. All right, let Come me on. ask you this: Who do you want to see in more despair, Cowboy fans or Knicks fans? Oh, Cowboy fans. Okay, I just, I just had to fans. see. I had to see where you were. I, I I I had to see how deep it went. No, 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 no. The look as much as I love to troll the 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 uh, Knicks, they're nowhere near Cowboy fans. If I took the three organizations. That I love to see sad, it would probably go Cowboys fans, Lakers fans, and Celtic fans. In that oh, time. okay, all right. Oh, so we're not even the top. Are we in the top five? Um. Uh, um. No. Good. Good. Cool. Okay, I can live with that. No, I'd probably be a Philadelphia above the Woo! next. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd probably go with um and then and, and then I'd probably go with any team that Russell Westbrook is on. See, that was unnecessary. And Russ, I trust. Russ got y'all to the playoffs. They had a losing record. Russ got y'all to the playoffs. <sighs> Whatever, man. I'm not I, look, I'm not doing this. Russ got y'all to I'm doing this. Russell Westbrook got you to the playoffs. All right, man. Look, how about you send send them to the Knicks and they can I would love Russ on the Knicks. Are you kidding me? I swear to God, I'd be I, if you ask me who would I rather have on the Knicks between Kyrie Irving or Russell Westbrook, I swear on my grandma's grave, I would take Russell Westbrook right now over Kyrie. I you absolutely did. would. You just upset your grandma. That is that is highly don't 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 put your grandma in this. And Russ, I trust you know this. You know the slogan. Come on now. You've been saying it, but he can't give me a goddamn thing to trust him on. So. And he is a victim of circumstances. Oh god. Don't you know this brother shot like 45? I don't got it in front of me, but I had it. I did this on another episode. But brother shot like 45% from the field. He's up. He's average with his career average, and for context, that's in the same neighborhood as Steph, Ja, uh, Luca, and Dame. I went and looked. I just did it straight with point guards because you know everybody loved Dame, Luca, Steph. Everybody loved all them, but Russ get beat up. So I compared all their field goal percentages. The brother's not a shooter. Okay, fine, we know that. But guess what? Anthony Davis ain't a shooter either. Quiet. Matter of fact, Westbrook shot better from three. Then Anthony Davis did. Anthony Davis shot 18% from three. Russ is somewhere in the 20s, which ain't too much to sing home about either, but he is a better three-point shooter than Anthony Davis based on the numbers. I know what I'm going to get with Russ. I'm going to get effort. I'm going to get energy. I'm going to get some turnovers, but that's I'm, fine. I'm, 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 look, look. how about you send send him to the Celtics? He can fit, fit, he can fit right in. Oh, I don't know if he works know. for Boston. He doesn't work for anybody. I'm I think sorry. Russ works when he's the best player on the team because he, he takes up a lot. So so they can get the seven seed? That's better than what we got last year. <laughs> look, man, I just all look. I know is every team Russ had ever left, they didn't got worse. Okay, see, he left. They got Chris Paul that one year. Okay, fine. They got they worse. The, they, they had the same record as Houston with and James what, Harden what? and Westbrook. And what happened when he when Westbrook left Houston? 
They got worse. They in the line. Both them two. Yes. Yes. See what I'm talking about? Two teams Westbrook played for. He left. And where are they? In the damn lottery. That's because they blew it up. That's because they didn't trust Russ no more. And now what is? See, sometimes you don't have a you don't know what you got until it's gone. You have a date of a girl and you thinking like, man, she nagging, she getting on my nerve. Golly, she always want to hang out. Golly, you want to watch Jersey Shore again? Golly, you cooking fajitas again? Golly, I got to do all the cooking? Man, you taking up all the bathroom time? Golly. And you start looking elsewhere. You start looking on, on uh, Instagram or Facebook or at the mall, at the church. You looking everywhere and you start to forget what you got may not be so bad. So what do you do, Deontay? You go on to that new girl. You go on to a sit-by, start saying sweet nothings and saying, you know, you probably be better than my new girl because you got tired of the old girl. You tired of them green beans. You tired of watching uh, uh, In Love on Netflix. You tired of watching it. So what do you do? You get that new girl, and it ain't what you thought it was because the grass ain't always greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. And so what I'm trying to say is to bring this back on home, you got to take care of Westbrook. You know his flaws. You know his shortcomings. I know the brother got shortcomings, but you build around that. So the things he don't have, you can go get that. Okay, fine. Russ is not a great three-point shooter. We all know this. So you go find you some shooting. Okay, fine. Russ is not the best point guard decision maker. Okay, fine. So you get you a point guard and you put Russ off the ball, which is really where he should have been to begin with. But that's a whole other topic for another day. So you build all these things. You build all of them around him. And what do you get? You might have a solid emblem of a team. That's what needs to happen. But just because Russ don't shoot from three, just because he don't got a handle like Steph Curry or Kyrie Irving, just because he uh he's not, you know, he ain't won a championship. They want to beat him all to hell. When in reality, outside of Steph Curry, besides Steph Curry, besides Magic Johnson, besides Isaiah Thomas, what Team led they team to an NBA championship title as the point guard. I looked at it. You know my point guard theory. It hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. And so what I'm trying to tell you is if all these other good – and there's a lot of good point guards. There's a lot of point guards better than Russ. Sure, I know that. But if these teams couldn't do it, why would you expect Russ to do it? Dame hadn't been able to do it. Jar hadn't done it. Luka hadn't done it. Chris Paul hadn't done it. None of these point guards have done it, and they ain't going to do it. Steph is the only one. He's the only one that done it. So why do we let these teams not get the same crucifixion that Russ Westbrook get? So well, how come where all the smoke get for Dame? But when Dame, he, when he get put out in the first, second round, oh, man, I feel so bad for Dame. He need to get out of Portland, man. I feel so bad. He put some help <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. To be fair, to be completely fair, I've given Damian Lillard a, a bunch of slander, and I have a Damian look. I have a Damian Lillard jersey in my goddamn closet. Why? Because I made I made a bet. I said, Dame, if you don't make it to at least the the conference finals, then I'm out on you. And and if you do, I will buy a jersey. And what? They made the conference finals. Did they get swept? They goddamn did. But as the as the best player on the team, he's gotten further than Russell Westbrook has ever gotten, and you know this. You know this. As Russ being the best player, he hasn't got gotten out the first round. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that. And for context, I think Dame is better than Russ right now. But we've seen I've seen Westbrook in the NBA Finals. I've as, seen that as the sec- second best player. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he was still there. I, I mean, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he had a what twenty-three-year-old Kevin Durant. So, yeah, and I think they stayed together, but they didn't want to stay together. So, okay, fine. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I mean, be honest. Would you rather go play with Russell Westbrook and freaking freaking Stephen Adams, or would you rather go play with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green? 
Yeah. Exactly. I, I'd have left too. You, you'd have left too. Everybody would have left. I'm not mad at him for leaving. Exactly. So, I mean, it is it is what it is. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just wish some of the... You see where I'm coming from with the Russ gets all this unfair hate. Yes. No, I we I, I think you and I reached, had recently uh, talked about this, about how um, how the media and a lot of fans are just crushing John, John Wall now saying that he never led the Wizards to anything, but but you look at what the organization had, had done for him, it was a whole bunch of nothing. And then the good players that they actually had, they just tra- traded away. So, yes, I get it. I just feel like Russ has had way more of an, a better chance, and it just seemed like, you know, it's always somebody else's fault besides Russ. That's the only thing that really, really frustrates me. Somebody else's fault. That's it's a bunch of nonsense, if you ask me. No, I understand, but I think I think he needs to get traded for for some. I think he needs to get somewhere. I, I, mean, I think he'll be all right. I mean, where do you honestly, Wayne? This would kind of be funny to me, just because I I, I love to to troll Russ and I, and I love to troll them. I I, I would. I wouldn't hate seeing Russ on the Knicks, man. Let I me ask you this. It, with Russ on the team, let's say Russ on the Knicks, are the Knicks making the playoffs? Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. And, I mean, I guess it depends on who they play. I think a Westbrook team in the East, I think we can beat the Hornets. I mean – yeah, I mean, but where would you rank them? I'd, the Hornets? No, no, the um, the uh, Knicks with with a Russ and a Julius Randle led led duo. I mean, obviously they are competing for a championship. Ooh, that, that's a scary ass thought right there, Russ <laughs> and. <Andrew. laughs> I mean, that's a, but that, that's a scary thought. I, I, <laughs> oh boy, I mean. Let's see. They're they're not better than Miami. They're not better than no. Boston. They're not better than Milwaukee. Nope. They're not they're not better than Brooklyn. They're not nope. better than um, Philly. No. Nope. Um, they're not. Wait, I think than, we're a bit. I think we're better than Indiana. They're they're not better than Toronto. They're not better than. Yeah, Chicago. we are. Well, yeah, we are. I I I push back on that one. We beat on, Toronto. Well, Westbrook, absolutely, yeah. Okay, so Miami, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. Brooklyn and Atlanta, that's 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 six, right? Yeah. Okay, so so now we're talking playing range, right? Would they yeah. be better? Would they would they be better than Cleveland? Oh, Cleveland got all that size. So you know what? Put us at the seventh spot because with Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley, who's really good, and Jared Allen, that's no. We, we, I don't know if we beat them in the series. Would would they be better than than uh Chicago? Shoot. No. So that's so that's about eight teams I just named. Seven teams. Seven, eight, eight teams. So we're talking eight, nine, ten, ten range, playing range. So could they make could they make the playoffs? Sure. I just even if they did win that series, even if they did win win the play in, I don't have them winning no more than two two games in the in that first round. So I mean, sure, would would that get them better than they were this past season? Yes, but you just got to limit your your expectations. Right, but, and I, we're getting Westbrook anyway. But it's I would love to see it personally because I love Russ, Russ's energy. That's one thing I've always loved about him, and I love how Rowdy. Knicks fans are. I just like that's kind of a duo just to make both teams happy. Well, both both sides happy for this one and only year because you know, yeah. Rush just needs somewhere where he can just you know put up his numbers, put on a show, and, and then go and go and leave for some other team the next year. So what? That'll make what six six teams? Nice. Ugh. Yeah. I think we'll. I think we'll be. I, well, I, I man, I don't know. The Knicks, they they need some help, man. 
And Westbrook's not really the answer. And that's why I really wasn't crazy about trying to get Kyrie. Because what does he do for us? Kyrie by himself, I mean, yeah, we'll win a couple games. But I mean, it's, I, nothing, I, it's nothing more than, than just them putting on a show for the fans. That's all it really is. Because you're not competing for for a championship. It's just let's just try to get as many butts in seats as possible and then we'll go from there. I don't know. We'll have we'll have to see. What we'll, we'll have to see. But shoot, man, you got anything else? Um, I just need you and every NBA fan out there. Well, not even just NBA fans, every human being listen, listening to this to send me a quick prayer because you know I'm over here going going through it. Um, I just need uh the Witches GM to just make a trade for either DeJounte Murray or Shane Gilgus Alexander. What? You ain't getting neither of them. What you talking about? I know, man. I just need I just need a prayer. Cause they they would talk about the Wizards are linked with talking about getting De- DeJounte Murray, SGA. And then I I woke up this morning and it said the Wizards are looking at goddamn Monte Morris. So, you know, I f- f- feel like feel like a Knicks fan right now. We're shooting for the stars and we end up crashing and burning. Are you uh, uh is Bradley go Bradley gonna be in DC next year? Man, look, it's Look, man, it's either one or two things. Either they're gonna trade for a superstar, well, a star point guard, or they they're just gonna blow it up. It's I don't know, man. It's, uh they have money issues. They have roster issues, which is a bad combination to have. You can't have money yeah. issues and roster issues. That's yeah, it's, it's hard to move around with that. So, it's my heart's leaning towards yes, but I'm I'm not happy about it. I understand. I, I I totally understand. Um, so do you think it? You think anybody moves up in the draft? Any? Do you think anybody does? Let me ask a better question. Let me ask this: Does do the Kings move the four pick? No. Does Boston? I'm in Boston. Does uh who was five? Detroit. Do they move their pick? Yes. You think so? So you got Detroit moving it, okay? Okay. Yes. I feel like I feel like Sacramento is just going to select the best player available that's not a point guard. And I feel like Jaden Ivey is going to go fifth. That's that's my that's my prediction at the moment. Okay. Well, shoot, man, that's I I don't see either one of them moving. I I just don't see either one of them moving. I, now. I might be right about that. I might be wrong. I don't know. Y'all know how I do about that. I just call it how I see it. But in the meantime, Deontay, I sure appreciate you coming on, brother. And everybody else, we out!